Blog Talk Radio. Interviewing your favorite musicians, comedians, and other creative souls. This is the Carrie Edelman Show. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Show. It definitely feels good to be back. I took a couple of weeks off just to uh, do some other stuff that I had to do, but it's really cool to be back tonight. And we have the amazing alternative indie rock band Shadow Play joining us momentarily with the lead singer Andrew Corkery. So it's going to be awesome to have him come on. And I just saw them post that they have a very cool announcement that they're going to make tonight. So he has to keep me on my feet because it's been a long day. A little bit about myself and introducing the show, and then I'm going to do an introduction for Shadow Play and bring him on. I have my doctorate degree in clinical psychology, and I've always been very interested in interviewing people in the entertainment industry. Um, so I launched the show with the concept in mind to create a forum where I could really bring people on to support and promote them. I have a background also in entertainment. I'm a singer-songwriter. I do some writing for some magazines, and I have the show. And personally, I do everything independently, so I know how difficult it can be for people out there today, especially when a lot of the things in the entertainment world have uh, dramatically changed over the years, making it very difficult and challenging. So, again, my show is really about supporting people and helping spread the word about who they are and what they do. So on my show, you're going to get a really good taste of what these people's lives are like, what it's like to be in their profession. A couple of things I ask people to keep in mind is, although I mentioned I'm a clinical psychologist, my show is purely meant for entertainment purposes. We're not doing any uh, formal therapy here. I am a big fan of comedy, but my show is, uh, again, I, I do things professionally in, the, in my professional world and in the interviewing world. I uh, still am professional, but we're not doing therapy here. And also, if you want to share any uh, entertaining stories, uh, feel free to do so. We definitely, like I said, humor on my show. Please, you know, share some stories that you've had. But just if you're going to, you know, share something that might be a little uh, humiliating or embarrassing, just please leave out any information that might identify the, uh, the person, organization, et cetera, that you're talking about. So if you're tuning in, please create a Blog Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com. And you can dial in if you want to ask questions to 805-243-1320. And also, there will be a podcast for anyone who cannot uh, tune into the live show. You can download it, stream it, et cetera, once the show is over. So, you know, please do that if you tune in late for some reason or you can't check it out. All right, so let me tell you a little bit about Shadow Play. I don't want to reveal too much, and then we're going to bring them on. These guys, they're an amazing band. They've only been around really for a short period of time, and Andrew will tell us about that tonight. They started out in 2006, very young. They were in middle school, and uh, since then they've went through some lineup changes, but they've finally solidified their lineup. Within the past year and a half, these guys have done over 50 shows. They've played some major shows at places such as Doc Watson's, um, National Underground, hold on, I'm just looking through some of the stuff here that these guys have, the Trocadero, and some other major spots. So these guys have really been hitting it big. They also have released their full-length album titled Visions. We're going to be playing one of the hit singles tonight off of the album, and it's just great. So please download a copy of this album. Andrew will be plugging it tonight with all the different websites it's on. And we're also going to promote tonight. These guys have done some really cool stuff tonight really support people out there who are doing things to help others. They uh, created a song called Sandy Eyes. It's to help people from hurricane relief uh, for people who were affected by the storm. Um, I was one of those people. I will not get into that. 
but I personally know and can relate to people who were affected by this. So these guys are doing some really cool stuff to raise money. So definitely download a copy of their album, Sandy Eyes, okay? So what we're going to do is we're going to bring Andrew on. As I said, I don't want to reveal too much about what these guys are up to, but I did want to give people a taste of who they are, and uh, we'll be sharing what their musical journey is like tonight, some cool music, and uh, what's in store for the future with them. Hey, Andrew, how are you? Hey, hello, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Very good, thank you so much for having me on the show tonight, really appreciate it. Absolutely, I know it was a it was a quick booking, but we did it successfully, and uh, it's great to uh, have you back on the show. Yeah, for sure, glad to be back. <laughs> you know, like the last time we were cool. on your show, we really enjoyed it, and it was a fun time. Thank you. Yeah, it was great having you guys on, and it's really cool to look at how far you've come. And as I mentioned, to be able you know touch base on a few things maybe that we hit on the last show, but we're definitely going to focus more on the future and where you guys are at right now. Right. Cool. Sounds great. Okay. Cool. All right. So, again, as you know me, I always like to start my show out with, you know, giving people a little bit of background on who you are, uh, how, you know, what were you like growing up, how did you start developing an interest in the music um, world? Right. Um, I guess I kind of started out just, um, I guess when I was in seventh grade, you know, me and Dan kind of got together and we, uh, you know, started playing music and just, you know, cover songs from bands that we knew that we kind of liked. And no one in my family really has, like, too much of a musical background. Cause, so it was kind of, like, interesting, like, getting a chance to play with people who did have parents who had musical backgrounds and, you know, were really into music growing up. So I really didn't really get into entertainment or music until I was in about seventh or eighth grade. So, I mean, but, I mean, that's still pretty young, but in comparison to how how young everyone else was when they got into it. And the band is kind of like, you know, I came in a little bit later, but. Um, right. But that's like you said, that's not really that late. I mean, you're talking what, 13 years old-ish, you know what I mean? Yeah, 13 so, or 14. Yeah. 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 Did you yeah. real quick growing up just to digress, did you have an interest in singing or was this something that, like you said, when you were in seventh grade, you just kind of, you know, wanted to get involved in it. You were interested in it and started just kind of doing it on your own. Yeah, I kind of just um, started hanging out with people who play. You there? In terms of yeah, Oops. yeah. Can you hear me? You cut out for a second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go okay. Ahead. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, I was just trying to find something I could do uh, within like the group of friends that I had. You know, like everyone seemed to play music or guitar or bass or drums or sing or something like that. So I figured I'd try out singing because I, even when I was a little kid, I was like singing like like in the shower or like, you know, singing whatever, <laughs> whatever I could, you know? So I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot. And when I started out, I was just really God awful, atrocious, uh, singer. But, um, you know, you <laughs> no. kind of just like learn to sing as you, as you go along, uh, mm-hmm. and you find out what your niche is and what you want your sound to be. And you kind of just develop as an artist over time. And that's what I really think art is, is about is, you know, developing over time. Like there should never be a point in my existence as an artist where I'm like, I'm totally content with everything I've done and let's just, you know, keep doing whatever right. I did before. You know what I mean? Like I just constantly want to experiment with like new ideas and new sounds. And that's kind of like what the band feels too. Like whenever we play music, you know? 
That's cool. And I think that's a really interesting point that you make because I think, you know, if you look at the world today, a lot of people, like you're saying, you're not saying this like straight out, you know, about anyone personally, but, you know, people right. do kind of get into a niche and they have their, you know, their sound, whether it's alternative rock or hard rock, and it's very hard sometimes for people to kind of move beyond what they've always been doing. So I think that's really cool on your end that you're flexible like that. And, yeah. you know, it can open up a whole world of music you might not have ever thought you would be interested in or passionate about. So that's cool. Right, yeah. The way I kind of look at it is, is like, you know, life, there's like a range of different emotions. So, you know, what I might feel for one song or one album or what the band might feel for one song or one album may not be the same emotion that we feel when we go to make another album. So, you know, when the emotions change, you want the sounds to go to go with it and go in a... Um, a similar direction as what you're feeling for the for the album or the song or whatever you're doing, you know. So Definitely. I think that's kind of. The, so what types of uh, what types of cover songs were you playing just to kind of give us an idea back in, you know, your your younger years, and then we'll start, you know, moving forward to you know talking about some of your influences today and the direction you guys are going in. Yeah, um, I guess some of the I was really into a lot of the grunge stuff um, when I was, okay. you know really like 13 or 14 years old in addition to uh, a lot of Led Zeppelin and uh, 70s stuff but I, I do remember getting into a few disputes with people back in seventh grade when we were you know so uh, intellectually developed so to speak but uh, <laughs> um, yeah I got into a few debates with people like I'd say like oh Nirvana is so much better than Led Zeppelin and just just you know ridiculously right. asinine statements you know such as that but um I would just, yeah, I was I was kind of really into like the '70s and the '90s uh, music, and uh, a lot of the people I was hanging out with was were kind of into that, you know. So, you know, uh, Beatles, uh, Pink Floyd, uh, Zeppelin, those kind right. of bands. But the, those are all the kind of bands that we started listening to, and that's interesting because we all kind of like branch off into our own kind of like music that we like to listen to and then we kind of bring that music into the band and you kind of hear those influences in, in the different songs that people write and stuff so it's it's almost like we we describe it as like you know the the root of the tree started in that kind of music mm -hmm. but everyone kind of just got their own little branches and branched off and then together we you know come together somewhere in the tree and you know make the music if that's a good parable or whatever but i guess that's that's how i would yeah I would no, i think that's it. a I definitely think that's a good analogy because when you listen to your music, it's, and I think that's, I think that's a, a pro for you guys and something you guys should be really proud of is it's not like something where you can just like, you know, put a cookie cutter thing in and say, oh, you sound like Katy Perry or you sound like, you know, Breaking Benjamin or, you know what I mean? You guys mm -hmm. definitely have a unique sound and I, you know, I think in the music industry today that can definitely have some, you know, some perks for you and it can sometimes be difficult you know, because sometimes people, you know, unfortunately who are narrow-minded, they want to hear something and say, oh, that sounds like X. Um, right, but right. I think that's definitely something that you guys have going for you, and, you know, you've really created a niche and a unique sound that's that's taken off, so it's great. Thank you. Appreciate you who saying would you, that. Who would, you say, um, who would you say some of the current bands are, if you can name some, you know, more current bands out there today that might influence you guys a little bit? Uh, I would probably say for the band... Uh, Bands like uh, Cage the Elephant, uh, Food mm -hmm. Fighters, um, Rage Against the Machine. They're not really playing as much now, but they're, you know, kind of current, I guess. Um, and then I would say uh, 
uh, I'm not sure if I said Radiohead already, but Radiohead definitely no, no, you for didn't. sure. Cool. Um, Katie's the Elephant, and uh, I'm trying to think of some other bands, but Muse for <laughs> sure. Um, we nice. definitely listen to some uh, some newer kind of uh, indie rock and post rock music. So indie rock maybe being like the Decemberists and uh, Tame Impala. And uh, I would say for the post-rock side, definitely Mugwai and some of our new songs. Very cool. Music has definitely influenced us. Um, and I would say lots of alternative indie music uh, slant. Uh, big, you know, historical, like, indie band uh, created a sound for themselves. They're really good. Um so I, I'd say a lot of stuff. I mean, I could probably go on for a couple hours. Yeah, no, that's. I think that's a. <laughs> I definitely think 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 that's a diverse, uh, you know, range of uh, artists and influences. So that's cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, I don't want to, you know, get too personal, but I think it's interesting, and, and maybe you can talk about some of the challenges and you know how you guys dealt with those with with you know members and lineup changes because I know that you've went through. You know, some different members since, you know, we've last spoke and I had you on the show and stuff. So tell us a little bit about, you know, like I said, you don't have to reveal personal stuff, but I think people, you know, find it educational sometimes when they can learn about maybe what were some of the struggles and challenges you had and maybe some recommendations or suggestions for how to deal with those types of situations. Yeah, um, I guess for the lineup change and stuff, it it, it really just has to do with the um, – specific band and the and the member really uh every you know every kind of story like that there's like a different um there's like a totally different reason for you know why, why a person would leave or something like that but uh i would say just uh definitely all of our lineup changes you know everyone who's been in this band we've really like we still have good relationships with everyone who's been in the band or you know who's you know currently in the band and I would definitely say that all of our lineup changes um, are are a uh, a mark in the band's history where we made it like a, a new development in ourselves in a uh, industry sense and definitely in a um, in a musical sense as well, uh, bringing new sounds and new musical ideas into the uh, shadow play environment. So uh, a lot of times when you go through that stuff, it's really trying and it's really complicated and it's you know, a lot mm-hmm. of emotions are out on the table and it's like, you know, you put a lot of work into this and um, it can be frustrating at times, but I would say that uh, all the member additions and everything like that we've went through so far has made us uh, stronger as a band and definitely more resilient and um, more musically uh, powerful as a group and uh, in unison um, and finding people who are really committed to you know, creating the music that we want to be, uh, shadow play music, you know. Right. No, that's that's cool, definitely. And I think that's a good way to put it. If you can, you know, frame it in a way where even if, like you said, there were some trying times and you can walk away with that with not having, you know, hard feelings, but knowing that for whatever reason that was the right thing for the member to move on and, and you gain different people that, you know, round out your music, I think that's that's great. Right. Definitely. Yeah. It just depends. You know, it depends on the situation. So it's like, it's um, it's interesting, and you learn more as as stuff like that happens. You know, because it's really, I feel like a lot of bands that if they get you know big rather quickly and they you know don't spend a lot of time developing, end up 
you know, falling apart rather quickly too, you know, because it's like they don't have that, they don't have all those times where they went through all these struggles to get through where they are. They just got right. there, you know what I mean? So it's like, I'm not saying that with every artist, but it, it does, you know, leave you more susceptible to that kind of thing, I think. And it's it's about artist development and the, and the band's maturation proce- process and uh, the musical uh, cohesiveness of, of the group, you know. Definitely, definitely. So in addition to the music, which you guys are, you know, definitely trudging through and putting a lot of time into, what are you doing on the side? Do you work full-time, or what's your what's your current situation yeah. with all that? I've been working a lot, um, I guess, the past, uh, well, with us doing Indiegogo and um, raising money for the tour and for the single and uh, everything that's going on with that. Uh, I've been doing that and I've been working about 40 hours a uh, regularly, I usually sleep about four hours a day, and I'm up about oh 20 gosh. hours a day. So, um, <laughs> and what are you doing, Andrew, for work right now? What's that? What are you doing for work, full-time when you're uh, working your 40 I work, hours? I work for a marketing company right now, freelance right. Um, video production and uh, television uh, entertainment production as well. Very so cool. I keep I keep, uh, I keep busy most of the time. Yeah. And, uh, that helps and, and just, it doesn't help at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's hard. I mean, sometimes people, and I think this is an interesting question too, is that, you know, sometimes the people think it's either or. You know, either you have to have your full-time yeah. career, you have to put, you know, 150% into whatever entertainment thing it is that you want to do if you want to make it. But, you know, there are bands out there, and this is a perfect example. You know, I don't know if you ever heard of them, Digital Summer. But uh, if you ever get a chance, check out their interview. These are guys that have you know, full-time careers, like one's a paramedic, one's a, and they are, they're a huge national band, and they tour when they can, and, you know, I am just, you know, flabbergasted by how they've done it, but I don't think right. it's an either-or thing today, depending on, you know, what your priorities and your goals are. Um, so, even though you might think you're crazy, I think that you're also smart with, you know, how you're doing yeah. it. And Yeah, I feel like it's, it's um, because of the way the music industry is, I mean, if you can uh, go for being an artist um, 24/7, then you know by all means do that. It's just um, it's it's basically you, you know uh, literally impossible to survive. You know what I mean? So right. you have yep. to have something else that you're doing to help support the art until the art is able to sustain itself. So just keep touring okay. as much as possible. And playing as many shows as we can, and also you know support the art and the music with what I do for my uh, other career endeavors as well, and you know all the other members do the same, you know. So it is a way to work it out when you get down to it. Yeah, real quick, is your phone cutting out here and there? Just because I just wanted to make sure if it is a technical thing on my end. I think it might be cutting out because my my phone had to have some problems late, but I'm not sure what okay, part you. Okay, that's fine. Cut out I just on. want to make sure. No, I was having some technical things that I hopefully resolved with the company, and I'm knock on wood very pleased with how the interview is going. It's very clear and very uh, smooth. So I just want to make sure if there was something that it, you know, it's fine if it's coming for your, from your end. <laughs> yeah. So, what um, part did I get lost there? I'm not. Sure. We were talking about. Um, you know, the importance of trying to balance those, you know, some type of a career to support your music and whatever artistry it is that you have. And you mentioned about you cut out when you you came back in when you were talking about touring. Right. Um, so I think it's kind of, you know, key in like the first stages of the band is 
to um, really get out there as much as you can and, you know, Mm -hmm. have as many people see you as possible, but also to, like, be able to support, like, what the band's doing with, like, other things that you do to fund the band and to fund, like, you know, your existence and life, basically. So um, I would would recommend that and just... uh, really when you come down to it, everyone has busy schedules and has a lot of stuff going on, but even with, with the best communication, you can, you can figure out a way to work out those schedules, whether that's practicing at two in the morning or three in the morning, (laughs) uh, for like an hour or two or not. Um, it's just a matter how committed you are to the music and how, how, how you really want to make it happen for the, for the group and also keep everything else around you going as well. So, if you're committed to it and you, you know, you're okay with sleeping, you know, four to five hours a night and, um, you know, really doing what you love to do and what you're passionate about, then you can really make it work all the way. Because like you said, like I people tell me all the time, like you're just, you're insane. Like you're just doing so much stuff. Like it's unreal. And then I'm like, like this is what I have to do. You know what I mean? To do, right. to do what I need to do. You know what I mean? So uh, it's just what I really feel passionate about. And, you know, as long as I'm busy, uh, you know, if I'm if I like what I'm doing when I'm busy, I'm gonna keep staying busy. You know what I mean? That's the way right. I look at it. So and then I just so far, try to approach it with, you know, everything I do with um G O D but not really as in God, but more or less uh, good orderly direction is the way I define it. So. <laughs> I like that. I'm gonna to have to take that one from that's you. My, yeah, go ahead. I mean that's, that's I like that's, that's really cool. I, I was like, uh oh, he's going down the religious route now. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no. But, uh, I mean, I'll leave that open to interpretation of many scholars right. and pundits and no, it's whatnot. Very cool. <laughs> but, um, no, I think, you know, and again, and, you know, you and I have talked privately off the air. I won't get into details. But, you know, one thing I always complimented you on again was I always thought you were very strategic and very organized. And, you know, I think that is a huge key today. And the other point that you made, which is so important, and I think – anyone in the entertainment industry can take away the importance of communication. Because uh, right. if, if you don't communicate well, uh, that that is the number one key. That's just going to lead to disasters. Um, right, right. And I think that is so important. You know, the, you can be the best band in the world, have the most amazing unit, music, but if you can't talk to each other and be able to resolve right. things, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. And I'm not going to lie to you. I don't, I'm not going to say that I don't mess up sometimes and people forget yeah, about things. Do. And But it's just like, if you can try to learn from it as best you can and, you know, stay on top of it, because with, with a lot of stuff going on, it's, it becomes very easy to forget a couple little things here and there. So uh, if you just learn from it, and uh, I, I try to make a list of things that I have to get done by the end of the day and, you know, mm-hmm. number them on a list from, like, you know, one to however many things and get to the end of the day, make sure you have everything done, or if it's not done, make sure you know when it's getting done. So um, yep. I guess I'm kind of more – I I'm – I really like to think of myself as an artist, but, like, you know, I also want to be understanding everything else that's going on, like, within the music and within the music industry and how it relates to us and be well-informed so that I can apply those different things to the to the group, to the band, and to my life, you know what I mean? So always look for, like, the win-win situations whenever you can, you know. Definitely, definitely. Let's do this because we're almost, gosh, I can't believe we're almost a half hour in already. Let's um, talk a little bit about, I know, see, I could just go on doing this for hours. Maybe this will be my, my new career one day. <laughs> but again, I, just like you, I do it on the side and it's, you know, something I enjoy doing. But right. um, let's talk about the album Visions, which is now out. And, uh, you know, t- 
I guess when we come back, we'll talk more about the album in detail, but let's talk about the single Dark Hour, because that's the one we're going to feature off of it tonight. So uh, tell us a little bit about that song, and then we're going to check it out. Yeah, uh, Dark Hour is probably one of the oldest uh, songs that we have as a band that we uh, play together. Uh, it was probably written in probably about 2009 or 2010, I would say, and um, we've been playing it for a while, and, uh, you know, even it's important to think about like when you play songs a lot and you play songs uh for a long time and um it's important to breathe new life into the song and make try to make every performance of the song like a new experience and with new people and just try to create like a new experience within the song itself so um i would say that the song is kind of really about um when you have someone in your life that's um like you think is going down like the wrong, you know, path and you're trying to warn them and trying to, uh, you know, tell them about like the, the perils of their situation and, you know, they, whatever you do, they just kind of don't listen and you really have to mm-hmm. realize that they're only going to, they're only going to figure it out until it meets their end, you know, or not really the end, but, um, you know, meets to the point where they, they will totally understand on their own and through their own perception and through their own, experiences and paradigm that they that this is their you know situation so it's 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 hard to escape each other's uh vision of your own life and your own circumstances and your own situation paradigm so i I think it's it's partly about about that kind of thing too cool cool very cool well i think we can all relate to that on some level with uh some person in our lives that you know we've unfortunately experienced that with too so, um, yes, let's do this. I'm going to put you on hold, and we're going to check okay. out the song, and then when we come back, we'll talk about Sandy Eyes, the announcement you have to make. I definitely want to talk about the recording of the album and uh, whatever else you guys have in store. Awesome, yeah. We'll talk about All the right. tour, too. I've got the big tour coming up, so <laughs> for cool. sure. Very cool. We'll talk about that a lot. All awesome. right? Thanks. Cool. All I right, Enjoy hold on. the song. <laughs> definitely. It's awesome. Definitely. All right, everyone, again, you're listening to Andrew Corkery from Shadow Play. We're going to check out their hit single titled Dark Hour. It is off their album Vision, so please check it out. You can go to shadowplayrockandroll.com, and uh, Andrew will give us more information when we come back about all of his social media sites and all the different places you can go to check these guys out and become fans of them. So here we go, Dark Hour, off of their full-length album, which is debuting out now, titled Visions. Check it out.
right, everyone, welcome back to the Carrie Edelman Show. Amazing, amazing song, Dark Hour by Shadow Play, and I just love that opening riff, too, and the whole song is just phenomenal. So, again, everyone, check out their album, Visions. It is off of that album, and there are nine more songs. It's a full-length album with ten songs, so uh, definitely pick up a copy. Just want to do a couple of quick plugs, and then we'll bring Andrew back on the air. Definitely check out, everyone, Talent Spotlight Magazine. Go to talentspotlightmagazine.net. And uh, they do amazing interviews on artists. Um, Andrew should definitely check them out. You can uh, throw them my name. And uh, they do everything from artists, uh, filmmakers, photographers, just a really cool online magazine, again, supporting and promoting people in the music and entertainment industry. Also check out Davin's Den. It's a fast-paced podcast featuring comedians Davin Rosenblatt, Joe Curry, and Pip Helix. So if you're looking for a show that can make you think and laugh at the same time, then Davin's Den is the show for you. They go live Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time to watch live episodes, hear or watch old episodes, or find out more about the show. Go to Davin's Den page on davincomedy.com, and that is spelled D-A-V-I-N. And definitely want to say congratulations to them. They just got picked up by uh, Clear Channel Communications, and these people are, these guys are really uh, getting out there with their podcast. So congratulations to them. All right. With that being said, let's bring Andrew back on. Hey, hey. how are you? Cool. Good. Awesome Good. song. Thanks for I love it. Out to the song. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And that, just that riff in the beginning, it's just right away, it just pulls you in, and then the whole song just kind of takes off from there. <laughs> so, really cool stuff. I like kind of make yeah. it build. And music's kind of really all about, you know, tension and dynamics for us, so that's, that's, uh, that's the beginning stages of that for us is in, the, in that song is when we kind of started doing stuff like that. Cool. Very cool. So quick question for you. How did you guys come up with the name Shadow Play? What's the uh, meaning or symbolism behind that uh, title that you picked for your band? Um, I think it was just like we went through probably about like three or four different band names within like the course of, I don't know, maybe like a couple months or so. So we didn't really know what to pick. And then like one day we're like, okay, everyone's going to come to practice with a name. We're going to decide like what our name's going to be. And that's it. So, um, Dan, our guitar player, came to practice with Shadowplay. His dad had recommended it to him, I do believe, and then we were just kind of like, hmm, Shadowplay. And to, to me, it just kind of uh, reminds me of the uh, contrast between, like, the light and dark, which I think that's what our music really strives to be and is. is it's just uh, contrasting uh, songs and changing dynamics and stuff like that, um, but also providing it in a platform that's, you know, rock driven for the most part and um is like you know danceable and uh catchy and you know people can listen to um and also you know gets to a lot of you know differences between feelings so like emotions like you know light and dark you know negative and positive and stuff like that so i think that that's kind of what brought out shadow play for me very cool no definitely definitely a cool name and, and very uh very cool meaning behind uh, the title to it too. So um, let's talk about you. Know, let's definitely talk about your your album visions out, and please plug you know where people can find it, and we'll talk a little bit about you know give us some background on where you recorded it and who produced it, and you know some of the more uh, you know stuff behind the scenes in terms of the actual production of it. Right. Um, the album, I guess we 
some of the songs on there from, you know, when the band really first started, it is kind of our, our first full length record. So, um, some of the songs on there are kind of as old as like 2007 or 2008, like before we were actually even called Shadowplay. So, um, it goes back a little ways and it's just kind of like musical ideas that have progressed like over time and the vision of like what we wanted it to sound like has progressed as well. So, um, so I think the the record came out in, uh, about back in the end of November, and uh, it's soon going to be on iTunes and uh, Spotify and uh, Rhapsody and all that stuff. It's actually in processing right now, so uh, within cool. the next like couple weeks or a month, it'll be on there for everyone to purchase. Um, for now, you guys can actually purchase it on this site uh, called Monkey Bars, which is a... Uh, new digital distribution platform that we're trying for the record. Um, basically, if someone goes on this site and um, they share the link to the record and someone buys the uh, album off of that link they share, they get a uh, you know $3 for every person that buys it. So it, it kind of rewards people for buying music once again and um, you know tries to revitalize the uh the economic engine within you know the creation of music uh that was kind of doesn't really exist as much anymore today given modern technology and whatnot but um it's an interesting platform and uh you know we're going to have it all accessible on other platforms now as well too but with the initial launch of the record we wanted to really uh experiment with the new uh service and you know try to be on the you know the cutting edge of the uh the music industry technology and try to help support artists as well as our fans as well um, too, because, you know, uh, if we can help one another, then that's a win-win situation there and we can get some music out, people can buy it and, uh, you know, fans can get uh, paid off of giving it to uh, other people and, you know, to make money sharing music they enjoy. Cool. That's that's cool. I never heard of that uh, monkey bar. So that's, that's really cool. So thank you yeah. for sharing something new tonight. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, we've been on there for about five or six months, and uh, so far I think we made like at least like five or six hundred dollars off of the record wow. sale on there. So it's been pretty good, you know, so That's far great. for just being like a little, uh, you know, for this being our first record and uh, it's getting out there and, you know, people are playing on the radio such as you and uh, really, really appreciate that. And, cool. um, you know, the Visions album title is really just kind of about this is the vision of the the first um the, the first product or the first uh, musical uh collection of songs that is the band Shadowplay so that's kind of like our our vision of what our music is for everybody else you know nice very nice and where did you did you record all the songs at one place or as you were saying you kind of you know, pulled some songs that were, you know, from your earlier years where they recorded at different places, or how did you guys, you know, do that in terms of uh, putting the album together? Right. We um, recorded an EP when we officially, like, started the band in about 2008, 2009, somewhere around mm-hmm. there. And uh, a lot of the songs are actually from the EP, but the, the, the EP recording we weren't really, as, you know, as happy with and didn't feel like it represented the band as well as we would have liked it to. Because mainly when we recorded it, we were only like, you know, 16 or 17 years old, so we didn't really know much about recording and, you know, that kind of stuff. And we had someone who recorded it for us, and they did a good job with it. It's just we, given that we have a better musical understanding now and how recording works and, you know, how, Mm -hmm. how to make things sound 
fluid and dynamic and stuff. It was it seemed fitting for us to record that with the other songs that sounded like they fit with the rest of those songs and associate together uh, all those songs as just one full record, like an LP. Right. So, um, you know, I think a lot of bands, uh, you know, kind of really just want to be single-driven because that's the way the industry is going is to be driven off of, like, a couple songs and then people just listen to a couple songs and that's fine, but I, I really think it's good to keep the integrity of the, the album as a piece of art, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. to release to release singles and to have singles out there and, um, you know, release singles off of a record. And if people want to download song by song, you know, that's their uh, prerogative and they're more than free to do that. We totally support that. But um, it's, it's just, I think it's a special thing that comes together when you have a full record and you actually have everything, you know, together. And if you're really know all about the the music side of it and the art then that's i think the full record is the way to go at least for us so that's yeah, that's kind I of what, what we really what, what what we wanted to do when we did that is uh come up with the full record and you can actually stream the whole thing for free uh on our website in addition to our new single uh sandy eyes so you can stream the whole thing on our website shadowplayrockandroll.com or on facebook.com slash shadowplayrockandroll or on, on our Reverb Nation page or SoundCloud or all those networks were all on that. Very cool. So where did you where did you actually physically end up recording it? Did you record it, you know, through your own studio? Did you go out to a studio? Um, oh, I forgot you had to ask that question. My that's best. okay. No, no, no. Uh, I don't want to be, like, annoying. I was, <laughs> uh, no, usually I'm the one who's kind of trailing off from, you know, the long right, day, just right. like my guest. But, yeah, no, um, yeah, who produced it? Um, yeah, where did you record that, mix it, et cetera? We, uh, we recorded at Drexel University's uh, studios because our guitar player at the time, uh, George Legato, ah. was, was going to school there for music in their music industry program. And um, he had hooked us up with, you know, one of his friends who had done a lot of uh, recording and uh, wow. uh, Sean Colmer, and he, he had produced the uh, – you know, the record with us and really engineered it. Um, so we did that. And uh, then we had someone our someone at our label, uh, Romulus X Records, uh, Jerry Ramos uh, at the time, he was doing a lot of their mixing and stuff like that for the, for the label and such. So we had him do that uh, for us. And uh, he mixed and mastered the whole uh, record. And then, um, yeah, so that's, basically how it happened it it kind of took a lot longer than we thought just because it just we wanted to have like all our musical ideas to be as succinct as possible and just mm-hmm. have it be um you know what we really wanted to release as like a full band and we got as close to that as we you know humanly possibly could we fell at the time so um we just decided to release it you know when the time was when when we wanted to have it out and like when we wanted, you know, it to be complete, you know, before we released something that didn't we didn't feel like represented the the group, so um, we released it and uh, you know happy with the response from that so far and uh, it's it's kind of interesting to have like be in a band and say you have like a full record you know <laughs> out and uh, we're looking forward to you know starting on the next record in December so we're not really wow. don't want to really too you know take too much time off and just keep playing and recording music, you know? So right now we're working on probably about, uh, let's say at least like 30 or 40 songs and trying to work on, um, and we're trying to do, uh, we have a couple of different ideas in mind for different, 
records that are associated with each of those songs. So we'll have to see like how everything like comes to fruition. And uh, for now, I hope people enjoy the, the Visions record and uh, the new single uh, Sandy Eyes. And we're definitely proud of each of those, you know, uh, pieces of art and you know music. And um, definitely enjoy playing them. And uh, we hope that people enjoy that. And we kind of just you know getting ready to record some more music. <laughs> As cool. soon as we can. Well, why don't, but the, on, yeah, the only no, thing that stops, great. yeah, thanks. The only thing that really stops like a band from recording too is just like a budget too. You know, like it's just really yeah. hard to get all like the money together to do it. So that's probably one of the things that you know bogged it down just a little bit too. Is just like making sure we had like enough because you want to make sure you have enough money like whenever you record and everything to to do what you really want to do. So we want to make sure that we had enough to do it. You know. Definitely, definitely. Well, I think that was a good, when you were, you know, talking about the album and the single Sandy Eyes, I think that's a perfect time to transition into talking about that because I think that's just such a great thing that you guys are doing where you, you know, created this song. It's a, it's a beautiful song. It's awesome, very catchy, very hooky. Um, well, thank you. Tell us a little bit about, you know, how did you even develop an interest? Was there a friend of yours or someone that was really affected by the Hurricane Sandy? Or was it just something that, you know, you would always always been kind of passionate about and you wanted to pick some type of a cause to support people? Um, I would say I don't think we really knew anyone that had anything, you know, affected by Sandy. I mean, other than, you know, we didn't have power for a couple of weeks. But, uh, you know, that's the the, the least of the worries when it comes to the people that were dealing with that situation. Um, Absolutely. But I would would say that, uh, you know, for, for me at least, it's, you know, if your music isn't like connected to something that's you know really mm-hmm. um, bigger than what the band is or what you are as a person, then I'm not really quite sure I get the whole point. You know what I mean? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's I feel like it's that's part of the the reason for music is to to unite people for uh, a cause and to get behind something that is for the betterment of just our society and not towards our narcissistic tendencies as individuals, you know, it's just Definitely. weird that we're constantly bombarded with, you know, all the time. But, uh, that's another story within itself. But <laughs> I would say, you and I will have a separate show on egos <laughs> and narcissism with my psychology background. Now I would, Oh God, I'd have a ball with that. So maybe we can do yeah. something sometime. <laughs> but, go um, on. but for, for me, it's just I I'm really passionate about you know whatever issues I'm I'm into and uh, I I have a song that I really like to listen to uh, by a band called the the Fleet Foxes. I don't know if you ever heard of them, but they mm-hmm. have a they have a record called Helplessness Blues, which I would encourage everyone to to check out. Um, one of the songs on the record that has some lyrics in it that says, "I was raised up believing that I was somehow unique." You know, unique as a as a person mm-hmm. but now but now after some thinking I'd say I'd rather be you know something something bigger you know a cause a, just a cog in the machine you know what I mean so it's like right. the, I think instead of being like you always want to retain some sort of uniqueness to your music and to your style but I feel like it's also important to to advance um, you know causes for the betterment of, of everyone you know and I'm not sure exactly if I got that total lyric right, but it's somewhere in the vicinity there. But if if you want to check me on that, it's it's you can listen to the song. That's cool. It's really good. But uh, 
Um, so, but yeah, so, so I'd, guys, I'd say that that's that was kind of motivates us to do that song, and uh, definitely a lot of people in the area were affected by it. So you know, even if it wasn't really close to us in terms of people that we knew, it was sure. definitely people that were really close to us, you know, physically, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. And how how did everything go with? You know, I know you were launching. You did the Indiegogo campaign um, with the video. So, you know, please plug where people can find the video of the song. It's a really cool video. I liked it a lot. Oh, awesome. Yeah, you can uh, check that out. We have a YouTube channel uh, called uh, YouTube.com slash Shadowplay Rock and Roll. Or if you just search in you search in uh, Shadowplay Sandy Eyes, it'll be the first thing that comes up on YouTube. And uh, so oh. far, the song's almost got like 700 views on the video in, in less than a week. So... We're kind of like you know pretty excited about that, and you know glad people have been enjoying it so far. And uh, it's it's a different uh, kind of uh, musical suit or style for Shadowplay to take on. It's definitely within the realm of our musical possibilities and stuff like that. It's just um, a different uh, kind of song than what we're used mm-hmm. to uh, writing. So I felt like that was. I guess we kind of felt that was important to do, like, for a cause like this is to make it kind of stand out. And it's really, like, when I think about Shapley music, I don't think about songs that are, like, three and a half minutes long. You know, I think about songs that are, <laughs> like, you know, four and a half minutes to, like, right. ten minutes long. You know what I mean? So some of our right. stuff gets pretty pretty lengthy, and we're, you know, not afraid to be a little bit of a uh, prog at some times. You know what I mean? Like, where it's a lot of stuff going on, and it's kind of musically intricate. Um, but you know, for Sandy Eyes, is the the kind of deal that we came up with when we were writing the song was, and uh, recording it is we we really kind of wanted to make a song that was really really simple, but it re- remained very intricate. If you did listen to it a lot, I mean, there if you listen to it, there's a lot of different um, you know pieces going on within the song, mm-hmm. and even though it's like three and a half minutes, there's like you know little guitar bits here and there, and there's like a different baseline for all these different parts and drum part and you know what I mean so it's like it's sure. all about layering it you know what I mean in the right way where it still remains that intricateness that we like to think of our music as and and still has that catchy ability for people to listen to it like you know one time and have it stuck in their head after that one time and I, I like the music that you know brings you in the one time and you really like it and then you keep listening to it again and again and you every time every time you listen to it you notice some new thing like yep. about the about the song or some some uh, new part that you didn't realize was there and every time you listen to a new part you love that song like even that much more so that's really what we were trying to create like when we came up with that and also like you know you create a song that would you know give the message of you know, that this is a really trying time for the people that are involved in it, but, like, you know, it can also be a very optimistic time for people to, you know, really bridge the gap between, you know, where they're divided at and, you know, fix the situation and understand what's really going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, cool. Well, I think that's a really good uh, background and a lot of nice information that you shared about the actual song, and I definitely want people to check it out, so I want to be able to fit it in tonight, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about your announcement, tour, and uh, upcoming shows so we can get all that stuff out there, too. All right? Awesome. Sounds great. All right, cool. All right, hold on, Andrew. All right, everyone, again, we are now going to feature the hit single, Sandy Eyes. As Andrew mentioned, it is an exclusive single that they uh, wrote and developed for people that were affected by the hurricane. So please 
check out the song, purchase a copy of it. All the donations do go to the um, Hurricane Sandy Relief funds that are out there. So please check out the song. All right, it's a really great song. So let's uh, take a listen to it, and we'll be back in a moment. Welcome back. Sandy Eyes, awesome song, as uh, Andrew made a great point, and I totally agree with him. You just can't get that song out of your head. So please, again, 
download a copy of it, and uh, again, the donations and proceeds will go to those that were affected by Hurricane Sandy. All right, let's bring him back on so we can start wrapping things up. And I know he has an announcement to make, and he's going to share what's in store for Shadow Play in the future. Yes. Yeah, All right, the, Andrew, um, welcome back. Oh, you just hey. came back on. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, for one little side note on that song, uh, we're actually engaged in a contest right now uh, called the Summer Shore Sound Off. Uh, contest, and if we win, we will get to open up for um, one of uh, New Jersey's finest national acts, who is a rock band who's yet to be announced. And also, uh, I don't know if you've heard the uh, "Stronger Than the Storm" song that keeps get, getting played everywhere all the time about Hurricane Sandy and all that about the Jersey Shore. No, I don't think but, I uh, who, who wrote that. Who's that by? I'm not sure exactly who's that by, huh. but uh, the um, the the deal with the contest is. Whoever wins the contest uh, will get to have their song be the new song for the Hurricane Sandy Relief. Uh, oh, wow. And sure, uh, and sure promotional videos and radio commercials and all that. So, um, yeah, if we win that, then that could definitely, that song can definitely get heard by a lot more people. And uh, we can play a show with a huge national act. And uh, people can go online and vote every day on the uh, contest. If you just uh, Google wait, wait, that, you, you just, wait, Andrew, you just, you just uh, fade it out for a second. Where's the place that people can go vote? Oh, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, no. yeah, it's a Summer Shore Sound Off uh, contest, and okay. uh, all the information will be up on our website at uh, shadowplayrockandroll.com and is yeah. on our Facebook page if you scroll down in the news feed on there. And um, we will be posting more about it upcoming and in the future days and you can uh, also vote every day, too. So you just make a login. You can vote first every day and help the song get out there to more people and, uh, you know, help uh, Hurricane Sandy release. Nice, nice, cool. Very cool. It's a great song. Really good stuff. So what was uh, what's the announcement you guys want to talk about tonight you want to announce? And uh, please share with us the upcoming tour and where you guys plan to uh, do that. Um, yeah. Uh-oh, hold on, you're cutting out. Through the dates that we're doing, if that's cool. And then at the end of the dates, that's when the announcement is. So it'll it'll kind of transition kind of nicely, I, I think, in, in my mind it does anyway. But uh, So when is, um, I'm sorry, you had cut out in the beginning. When is the date? When do you start the tour? What's that? When do you start the tour? Did you mention when you started it? Because you had cut out again for a sec. Oh, my bad. Uh, the uh, August 10th is when the tour starts. So um, we're actually playing a music festival called uh, the Hollystock Music and Arts uh, Festival, which is in um, Mount Holly, New Jersey, and is actually run by our drummer and his father uh, are running a music festival and uh, has basically the the lineup on this show is, is really quite unreal in terms of the local and regional talent that is uh, coming to the stage. It's every band that's really good that you ever heard of coming from South Jersey, Philadelphia, or anywhere near New York is playing this thing. So it's like 50, you know, almost 50 bands and it's all day. It starts at noon, goes till 10. Our set's at like 2.50 and um, we'll be playing the main stage and it's going to be a um, a seriously rocking time the whole day. And there's about five stages going on and music goes till like two in the morning. It's, it's, it's unreal. It's going to be great. So, I'm very That's much looking cool. forward to that. Some other so bands that are on the show. Off, 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that's all right. Um, the uh, some other bands that are on the show are the bands uh, the Great Socio, uh, who's kind of like a, I've always described them as a mix between like uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Incubus, and just like some really weird, uh, you know, music. I don't really know how to describe okay. it, but it's just really good. Um, they're groove rock without a guitar, basically, and they have like a uh, they have the keyboardist who they call the scientist, and he has like all kinds of crazy sounds that he makes and like 10 different nice. keyboards and and then this other band called John and Brittany um, which is uh, the lead singer of that band is John Fay uh, formerly of a band called the Caulfields who used to be pretty big in the 90s um, okay. and they're really quite awesome quite an awesome band as well and uh, awesome. a lot of other bands too and um, then after that uh, we're actually going to be six days later on Friday August 16th we're going to be at the Penny Road Pub in uh, Barrington Hills, Illinois, which is about uh, 35 minutes outside of Chicago. And right. um, August 17th, we'll be at the uh, Bubba Brew in Gillette, Illinois, which is a little bit further north, probably about like 50 minutes outside the city. And then uh, 18th, we're going to be in Rolla, Missouri at Fat Cats Entertainment Complex. 19th, we'll be in St. Louis. 20th will be in Milwaukee. Uh, I'm sorry, the 21st will be in Milwaukee, and 22nd will be at the Chameleon in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, 23rd will be at the Ritz in about 20 miles away. And then uh, New York, New York on uh, August 24th in uh, Chesterfield, Michigan, which is kind of interesting. It's a venue called New York, New York in Michigan, so I'm kind of interested to see how that is. That looks kind of odd. Yeah, it's like hmm. I told that to the rest of the band. They're like, "Wait, we're going from Detroit to New York? Like, how is that going to happen?" I'm like, "No, no, no, no. It's in Michigan." So, but and then oh, the next gosh. show we have is going to be back in New Jersey. Um, it's going to be a studio uh, Lulo, which is going to be an open mic featured free show on August 27th, Tuesday. Cool. Doing the uh, free open mic showcase there. 29th will be at our drummer's venue, uh, Heavy Music, right in Mount Holly, right where we're playing that music festival. That'll be a free open mic showcase. And then for the two uh, big announcements. Awesome. Very cool. Now you guys got a ton of stuff going on. And how are you traveling? Are you driving? What's what's the scoop? What are you guys doing with that? Yeah, we're uh, taking a magic carpet. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> we're. We're doing, we're you know, doing the van thing and getting all mm-hmm. our gear in the van and traveling around the country. So it should be uh, nice. quite an interesting, fun time in uh, 10 days. And I'm sure by the end of it, uh, we'll enjoy all of it and want to come home. So, uh, but, right. you know, no, it'll be, uh, it, it'll be a good time. And, um, you know, we're very much looking forward to touring. And we got a chance to do it last year for the first time as a band. And really, uh, it was a growing experience for the band and definitely learning the music, you know, all over the country we played and, you know, made some connections out in the uh, in the Midwest, and that's really where people seem to be digging our music most at is uh, in the Midwest and, uh, you know, where we're from as well, too, so um, Philly and, you know, playing the Midwest a lot, and then uh, on the, um, for the two announcements that we have, um, it's kind of like one announcement, but there's two shows okay. involved in it. Uh, on August 30th and 31st, uh, we'll be doing uh, two shows opening up for the national artist uh, Hoobastank on their national tour. Uh, oh, so no. Where are you doing this at? <laughs> we're playing in I the like Midwest. For these it's two in the shows. Midwest? Yeah, yeah. 
Wow. So wait, you're coming back and then you're going back out? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> wow. Oh my. I was hoping, Andrew. I was hoping you're going to say Mount Holly. I'm like, all right. I'll try to. I'm going to make an effort to, to get out of that. <laughs> what, wow. That's that? awesome. No, that's. Yeah. I was joking around with you. I said I thought you would be still kind of local, and I said I'll try to make an effort and you know get out to that. But then you're like right, Midwest, right. and I'm like, whoa, I missed something. <laughs> wow. How'd you land that one? That's awesome. Um, just kind of like one of those things where you have like a person that knows a person and then you're, right. you know, you get set up and then you like are humbled by the experience and you're really glad, you know, got the opportunity and, you know, wow. really appreciate the support we're getting, you know, for being able to do this kind of thing. So, um, the one is August 30th. We'll be doing the, uh, Ohio theater in Lima, Ohio, which is like, um, Northern North. Western Ohio, uh, so okay. uh, we ha- we play a lot. Of this town called Finland used to like our music a lot, and uh, it just so happens that that this venue is going to be about like 20 miles away from there. So hopefully, see all those people come out to see us there, uh, hang out with us, and uh, you know uh, enjoy the good time. The uh, next day That's- following that, we'll be playing the uh, Rocklapalooza Music Festival in Jack. Jackson, Michigan, uh, along with uh, Hoobastank, uh, Lit, and Alien Ant Farm. So, oh my uh, gosh! Awesome. That should be that should be pretty cool. And uh, when I got told this was happening, I was like, "There's there's no way this is happening." <laughs> and then I was like, and "Then I was like, no, this is serious." And I'm like, "All right, I'm pretty sure I can like you know, like this is really cool, and I'm really glad we got this, you know." That's so. Awesome. No, congratulations and to you guys. That thanks. is just that's awesome. Really cool bands that you're playing with. Yeah, it's like we go on uh, for that show. We go on about two thirty in the afternoon, and uh, if anyone's listening in on this, we're um, for those two shows. We're currently looking for uh, sponsors for our set. So uh, if you'd like to talk more about that, we can certainly you know for a radio station. Okay, cool. We're, yeah, we'll talk if you want. Sure. Or interested in and, learning. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we can definitely talk about that, and uh, okay. we have four sponsor spots, and uh, looking forward to getting all those set up and delivering an audience for some people, and helping the band do what we got to do, and you know, travel out to the Midwest again after we already come back. <laughs> wow, so, but this one's going to be even like you know, it's just going to be a mm-hmm. different, you know, your yeah. whole perception is just going to be even different because of what you're going out there for. So that's that's great. No, really cool right. announcement. Thank you so much for. Announcing it on my show. <laughs> yeah, you're very welcome. Cool. Uh, I'm glad. And uh, we'll be posting about it on Facebook, like, you know, announcing it online tomorrow. So if anyone's listening tonight, you can go ahead and post about it. And, you know, you can have people, you know, ask you, are you serious? You know, is this really happening? And then I'll post tomorrow and then, you know, I'll tell you it's serious. <laughs> cool. Very cool. So, um, yeah, let's start uh, just, you know, wrapping things up for tonight. Beautiful. Thanks so much. Yeah, definitely. Please, again, you know, plug where people can find uh, you guys, you know, any of your sites, your Facebook, Twitter, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, you guys can check us out at www.shadowplayrockandroll.com. Uh, that's a letter N, like Chuck Berry, um, and <laughs> like how he does it. And then you can check us out at facebook.com slash shadowplayrockandroll. Um, we're on Twitter at shadowplayrock. We tweet a lot. Um Feel free to tweet us any kind of questions you have or any any silliness. We're a very silly bunch of individuals when it really comes down to it, too. So, um, 
Yeah. And you can check us out on Reverb Nation, uh, ReverbNation.com slash um, Shadowplay. I'm sorry, S Play Rock and Roll. Um, slash Shadowplay Rock and Roll. And we got, uh, if you guys want to vote for us on the Summer Shore Sound Off contest, uh, you just log in, go type in Summer Shore Sound Off, vote for Shadowplay Sandy Eyes every day. And, um, you know, if we win, we get to open up for National Life from New Jersey on the Jersey Shore on uh, August 6th. So, we can make that happen too and just follow up the uh, national exposure with some more exposure. So that would be really yeah. cool. And uh, we really appreciate you having us on the show and hope everyone enjoys the music and definitely appreciate all the support from everyone. Uh, it's like, you know. Definitely. Yeah, well, thank you so much again, Andrew, for coming on. And you guys are doing some amazing stuff. The album is it's phenomenal. I can't wait to hear the rest of it. And, uh, yeah, I wish you much continued success with everything that is to come in the future, and we'll definitely be in touch off the air, too. All right. Sounds great. All right. Thank you so much. All right, Andrew. Have a great night. Thank you so much again for coming on. You're welcome. Thanks. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right, everyone. Again, that was Andrew Corkley, and that is uh, his band, Shadowplay. Please check them out. Check out their album, Visions, as he mentioned. It is coming out shortly on iTunes and all the digital sites. For now, you can check it out at Monkey Bars and also go to ShadowPlayRockAndRoll.com where you can get a ton of information about their upcoming shows. As he mentioned, they're going to be opening for Lit, Alien, Anform, and Hoobastank, really cool bands from the past that are definitely coming back around. So that's going to be an amazing show, as he mentioned. It's going to be uh, out in the Midwest, so you can check out their website for more details on that. So thank you so much, everyone, again, for tuning in tonight. If you have a Twitter page, please follow me at Carrie Edelman. If you follow me, I will follow you. I also have two Facebook personal pages open. Find the one that has some space in it. I love to keep in touch with people. Uh, Send me a friend request. And also, please become a fan of the Carrie Edelman Show on Facebook. It will have all the upcoming dates for shows and events that I have. I have a ton of bands in the work right now, some comedians, uh, Don Jameson from VH1's That Metal Show. He's going to be coming on in the future. Joe Matter-Reese, he was recently on uh, Letterman not too long ago, another comedian, great, amazing comedian is going to be coming on. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Uh, the metal band Soil is going to be releasing a new album. I anticipate them coming on. The end of this month or early August, Eve to Adam is coming on in September. I just confirmed their date. And, again, tons of other bands, comedians, and uh, really cool people in the entertainment industry. So if you're interested in coming on the show, just, uh, as I said, you can send me a a message on Facebook. Um, You can find me on Facebook, too, my personal or the uh, Facebook fan site, and I'll give you information about the show. So thanks again for tuning in. I'm trying to think if I I missed anything tonight. I'm going to close the show with one of the songs off of my uh, album, Leave It All Behind. If you're interested, you can find it on iTunes, Amazon Music, CD Baby, and all of the digital sites. So tonight we'll close it off. I'm trying to think since we're dealing with kind of indie rock. My album's more kind of rock, a little bit of pop to it, some alternative mixed in it. Um, Let's do... Let me figure out here. Let's do Goodbye. This is one of the singles that I've had uh, featured off of it and played on some stations. All right, so check it out. Thank you so much again. Have a great night, and uh, go to the Carrie Edelman Show on Facebook to see our upcoming shows that I'm in the process of booking. Take care.